Welcome to a very special episode of the Rubin Report Direct Message. I, of course, am Dave Rubin. Today's September 28th, 2021. And I say this is a special episode because this is gonna be a very math-intensive episode because we're gonna be talking about trillions of dollars, not millions, not billions, trillions, possibly gajillions of dollars. And we're gonna go through it. We're gonna carry the one and see if we can make sense of anything that the ridiculous people in this administration and their media cohorts are telling us because a lot of it does not make sense. And I should tell you, I should preface this entire half hour episode by telling you that in seventh grade, I got a B plus in math, okay? So I know what I'm doing. You can rest assured you're gonna get some sensible information on today's show, Uh, yeah. Today, we got four stories for you. We're first starting off with this ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous 3.5 trillion, T-R-I-L-L-I-O-N, trillion dollar budget that the Biden administration is putting out there. And they're claiming it won't add a dime to the deficit and actually it won't cost anything. It won't cost anything, it's actually incredible. So we're gonna talk about that. We've got video, and it's not just from the administration, it's from their friends in the media who launder their lies, because of course, if something costs $3.5 trillion, it doesn't cost $0. I got a B plus in math, seventh grade people. Uh, Next up, we got a couple videos from NBA players who are making more sense on vaccines than Fauci or any buffoon that you're gonna see on CNN. So we're gonna play a couple of videos on that. And I suspect that these two players in particular could have problems getting contracts pretty soon because they're going against uh, the mainstream narrative. Uh, Then this lunatic, I mean, there's just no other way to describe her. This lunatic governor of New York, the woman who replaced Andrew Cuomo, uh, she is just completely out of control, firing nurses, replacing them with the National Guard, uh, talking about how there'll be no uh, religious exemptions for vaccines and that how God, God, she knows God, and God wants everyone to be vaccinated. And she even has a little necklace that says vaccinated or vaccine or something. She's insane. And then finally, uh, we are bringing back racism to college campuses where at least in one college there will officially be segregated dorms. Shocker, I know. Anyway, it's gonna be a big show, so sit back, get your drink of choice, and we're gonna make some sense of things, or at least we're gonna try to. Uh, Before I do any of that, I wanna talk to you guys about GenuCell. You know, I mentioned in a recent interview how when I look back on my first PragerU video, Why I Left the Left, which was about five, six years ago already, I can see big bags under my eyes. I was under a lot of stress, I wasn't sleeping well. You know, bags and puffiness under the eyes are a problem for millions of American men and women until now. Introducing the new GenuCell Serum with plant stem cell technology from Chamonix. Susan from New Jersey wrote, I've been using GenuCell for a couple months. The puffiness around my eyes is gone. Even the crow's feet and small lines have disappeared and haven't come back. I love your product. I use it under my eyes, around my cheekbones, and on my eyelids. Not only Susan, folks, and with their immediate effects, you'll see results in the first 12 hours or your money back. They guarantee it. Order now and get 50% off all GenuCell packages during the final days of their end of summer clearance sale at lovegenuCell.com slash Dave. That's L-O-V-E-G-E-N-U-C-E-L dot com slash Dave. LovegenuCell.com slash Dave. And now back to me. Okay. 
Okay, let's do math. Here we go, everybody. Take a breath, because there's a lot of bullshit going to fly your way in the next few minutes. So the Democrats and uh, old Joe Biden are trying to pass this $3.5 trillion budget. Now, we all know that they just make up these numbers. Nothing is ever paid for. We know that the United States is in a tremendous amount of debt. The debt keeps growing. It doesn't matter how many times they raise the debt ceiling. None of this math works out properly. We all also know that in our own lives, you can't just keep going into debt. You can't just keep spending more money. Eventually, your credit cards stop working. Eventually, you know, you go to buy a slice of pizza and you open up your wallet and there ain't no cash left in there. Not that we're going to have cash much longer or your, your ATM card doesn't work. You can't just keep doing that. But when you're the government, not only can you just make up numbers all the time, you can always just steal from whoever you want to steal at any given moment. Just take from the people who are producing for all of your crazy pet projects. So the big pet project right now is this $3.5 trillion agenda of the Democrats. Here's Joe Biden on how it's not even going to cost a dime. We talk about price tags. The, it is zero price tag on the debt. We're paying. We're going to pay for everything we spend. So they say it's not, you know, people, understandably, well, you know, it started off at $6 trillion, now it's $3.5 trillion, now it's going, is it going to be $2.9. It's going to be zero. Zero. Because in, the, in that plan that I put forward and I said from the outset, I said, I'm running to change the dynamic of how the economy grows. I'm tired of trickle down. The trillionaires and billionaires are doing very, very well. You all know, you've all reported it. And in the middle of this crisis, but hardworking people and middle-class people are getting hurt. And so I provide for, for example, a tax cut. If you have a child, you get a refundable tax credit. It's reduced hunger in America by 40% literally for children. You have the, uh, uh, the whole notion of being able to provide for uh, daycare for your children, getting people back to school, et cetera. It's all paid for. It's all paid for. But a lot of these are flat tax cuts that exist within my proposal. And they're being calculated as if the cost of, of the of child care tax credit is a cost to the government. It's not. It's reducing taxes, reducing taxes, not increasing taxes. All right, you heard it from Joe Biden as he made the white power sign right at the bill, uh, beginning of that. $3.5 trillion will actually cost nothing. It's truly incredible. And you thought that when they said two plus two doesn't equal four anymore, that that may not lead us into trouble. Well, here we are. Okay, so first off, it's all complete nonsense. Again, we don't have any money. We, we run a deficit in this country in the first place. Now, what he's saying is $3.5 trillion, again, it's zero white power, according to those lunatics. Uh, he's saying that because it's not gonna add a dime to our deficit because he's just going to take it from rich people. He said that trillionaires and billionaires are doing just fine. For the record, and we, we done gone Googled it, there are no trillionaires on planet Earth. So I don't know what he's talking about there. There are billionaires, and by the way, they pay a tremendous amount of taxes, and they often employ thousands and thousands of people and create industries and all sorts of jobs that fuel the economy so that people like Joe Biden, who've never accomplished anything other than accumulate political power, can get all of their pet projects paid for. So to be very, very clear about this, 
when the government is saying something costs zero, it means it costs zero because we're just gonna take from other people. We're gonna take from people who produce and we can all argue about how much those people should pay. And they always say they don't pay their fair share. And we've gone through this a million times. Rich people, and especially billionaires, but the 1% pay virtually all the taxes in the United States. The people at the lowest rung don't. In my book, which I'm sure many of you read, I hope you've read, uh, I'm completely fine with a flat tax with, with marginal, marginal things that would uh, offset that, meaning that if you're at the lowest, you don't even have to pay any taxes and we could do a little bit of a pro progressive tax at the top. Not that it even makes any economic sense, but just because it would throw a little something to the lefties, not that when you throw them anything, they accept it, they always want more and more and more. But the point is what we have in America is not an income problem, meaning that the government doesn't have enough money, it's a spending problem, right? Like this is basic stuff that people don't understand. Does anyone in their right mind think that the government needs more money to do more stuff? Like if you're sitting around in 2021 and just thinking, boy, my life would be a heck of a lot better if the government had more money. Well, then I got a bridge to sell you. I don't even know what to tell you. You should have your head examined, go to the, doctor and get an MRI, something's wrong with you, man. Maybe you got a, impaled with something, I don't know. Like the government doesn't need more money. We should be starving the government right now. It doesn't do much good, except lock us in our houses and tell us when we can go out and demand we get you know masked up and vaccinated 18 times and everything else. So they're lying, okay? They're lying that 3.5 trillion costs zero. For example, how much, Connor, how much does, you love the Chipotle, how much would, uh, say, a basic bo uh, burrito cost at Chipotle? About 10 bucks. About $10. Now, it costs $10. Now, Connor, answer this for me. Let's say there was a really rich guy, so I'm ordering my burrito, and you say it costs $10, and I don't want to pay for that, you know, why would I want to pay for my own burrito? If there was a really rich guy in line, and I just turned and I punched him in the face, and I took his money, how much would that burrito cost? 10 bucks. It would still cost $10? Yeah, even if you steal other people's money and pay for something, it still costs something. That's not zero, okay? Was $10, did that include the guacamole? That did not include the guacamole. All right, you can get guacamole today. Um, the, the, everything they say is lies, but it's not just that $3.5 trillion now equals zero. It's not that they're not, you know, they're adding to the deficit and all of those things. Now watch what happens as this, this idiotic meme that they just made up, 3.5 trillion is zero. Watch how this trickles through the media. Here's Mr. Potato Head's show, Brian Stelter. He had Washington Post economic correspondent, Catherine Rampell on, and here's what she said. Why is that 3.5 trillion figure misleading? because it doesn't really represent anything. Um, it's this weird shorthand that's been used, but in fact, the bill itself will not cost $3.5 trillion in the sense that it will be entirely or at least partly paid for. So the actual cost in terms of deficits will be smaller than that, perhaps even zero, although I think that's unlikely. That woman is an economic analysis for Washington Post. 3.5 trillion, the amount it costs doesn't represent anything. That's what she said. When you buy a house, you buy a house, it's $500,000. You can't say to them, well, that number doesn't represent anything. I'll give you zero, give it to me. You, these people are completely insane, but you see what they did there. This is what the Democrats and the media do with everything. They launder lies together. Biden puts out a ridiculous lying statement, right? He knows that it's not true. He knows that it's not 
true, period. And he knows, by the way, that once you start taking from all of those people, then they're gonna have to adjust their lives and businesses accordingly. And we'll get to a video uh, on Jen Psaki talking about this in just a sec with more lies. Uh, but once they start doing that, they may hire less people. They may fire some people. They may not spend as much money. There's a whole series of things that that can cause to cascade through the economy. And they know it, but they won't talk about it. And then they get economic advisors, analysts, on CNN to talk to Mr. Potato to say that the number doesn't even mean anything because it doesn't add to the deficit, but that's not how it works. If you spend money, that's the amount you're spending, no matter who you steal the money from. Here's Jen Psaki, who is an extraordinary liar and disingenuous human being, explaining, she's being asked basically, uh, well, you know, if you, if you tax the hell out of these people, uh, maybe companies are gonna start, you know, passing off some of that new cost to the consumer, which seems pretty legit. That's how things work, right? Supply and demand and basic economics. Take a look. More than 16% of taxpayers would see their taxes increase under the, the, the bill that's approved by the House Ways and Means Committee. Will the president sign that bill if, as it is coming out of that committee, or will he insist on the changes so that he will maintain his commitment that taxes won't go up on people making $400,000 a year? I have not looked at the uh, document or the report that you have put out. Obviously, the president, or that you have referenced, I should say, that the Republicans put out. Uh, obviously, the president's commitment remains not raising taxes for anyone uh, making less than $400,000 a year. There are some, and I'm not sure if this is the case in this report, who argue that in the past, companies have passed on these costs to consumers. I'm not sure if that's the argument being made in this report. We feel that that's unfair and absurd, and the American people would not stand for that. But I will take a closer look at this report and get you a more substantive God, she's so awful. It's unfair and absurd that companies may pass the cost to the consumer when they have to pay more taxes. So suddenly they're looking at their books, right? And companies are usually, <laughs> I think I know a little something about business and uh, I told you about my seventh, eighth grade math class. In ninth grade, I took a business class. Companies look at their books and they go, oh, we've got a certain amount of money coming in. We've got a certain money amount of going out. We've got some profit. We can do these things. We can grow, we can expand, blah, blah, blah. Okay, that's how uh, basic business works. The idea that if you take money away from them just to do whatever your ridiculous pet projects are, if you say to them, we're gonna take more of your money, you're succeeding, you're producing something with value, which is why you have money. We're going to take more of it to do whatever we want because we're the government and we got guns and we can do it because you can't stop us. Uh, do you think they might pass that on to the consumer? Do you think the cost of say cereal or meat or gas or whatever it is that you like to do and you like to purchase, uh, do you think the cost of that might go up if the companies are going, oh, why are we in business? We're in business to make money. So she's lying and the idea that it's absurd. I mean, she also says it's absurd, but that's not absurd. What you said, it's you saying it's absurd is absurd. It's not absurd. It's absolutely absurd. They are just horrifically awful. So to recap this segment, Connor, here's what we're gonna do for the, uh, for the promo today. Just to be clear, $3.5 trillion does not equal zero, and Joe Biden made that sign, so he's a white supremacist. $3.5 trillion does not equal zero. It is not absurd to think that if you tax companies more and individuals more, that prices of things will go up. And also, these people are all liars. Let's put a bumper on that and send it out to the interwebs. All right, next segment, people. Let's talk a little bit 
about vaccines and everything going on with COVID. And as I've been saying to you, I'm sort of feeling lately that because it's very obvious that COVID is never going away, it's gonna be this constant cudgel that they can always use to control us and, and lock us down and put more rules on us and all of the stuff that you all get, right? Since they're always gonna do that, I feel like if I talk about it a little bit less, maybe it'll give it a little less oxygen. And if you guys just go about your life, uh, as you see fit, maybe that's the only way we, we get past this thing. It's not gonna be a top-down thing where they suddenly start saying to us, oh, you can, you can have your life back. Uh, but there were two interesting videos that I saw this morning from NBA players talking about vaccines. And we know, by the way, that there are many, many, I don't know if we have specific numbers on it yet. Are there, are there specific numbers on NFL and NBA and MLB players taking vaxes? Um, but we know that there are a ton of professional athletes who don't wanna take the vaccines, right? These are people usually in their early 20s, mid 20s, who are at the peak of physical performance, right? Who eat right, who exercise, who take care of themselves, who we all wish uh, we could basically uh, emulate and look like and live that kind of life. Um, and a lot of them are saying we don't want to get vaccinated. Actually, Michael's showing me some numbers right now. In the NFL, it appears that 93% are vaccinated. I mean, we'll see what happens to those other 7%. But there were two videos yesterday that are going viral right now. This first one is Orlando Magic player Jonathan Isaac talking about vaccines talking about immunity and everything else. And just listen to this video, it's about a minute long, and you tell me who makes more sense, this guy or Fauci. Uh, what is it about the vaccine that, that makes you uh, hesitant to, to, to get it? Uh, I, I would start with, um, I've, I've had COVID um, in the past, and so our, our understanding of antibodies, of natural immunity has uh, changed a, a great deal from the onset of the pandemic and is still evolving. Um, I understand that the vaccine would uh, um, help if, if, if you catch COVID and uh, you'll be able to have less symptoms um, from contracting it. But with me having COVID in the past and having antibodies um, with my current um, age group and uh, uh, fitness, physical fitness level, um, it's not necessarily a fear of mine. Uh, taking the vaccine, um, like I said, it would decrease my chances of uh, uh, having a severe reaction, but it does open me up to the, albeit rare chance, but the possibility of having an adverse reaction to the vaccine itself. Um, I don't believe that being unvaccinated means infected or being vaccinated means um, uninfected. You can still catch COVID um, with or without having the vaccine. Um, I would say, honestly, the, the, the craziness of it all in terms of not being able to say that it should be everybody's fair choice without being demeaned or um, talked crazy to doesn't uh, make one comfortable to do what said person is uh, telling them to do. Um, yeah, I, I would say that's, that's a couple of the reasons that, um, you know, I would say I, I'm hesitant at this time, but at the end of the day, uh, I don't feel that it is, um, you know, anyone's reason to come out and say, well, this is why, or this is not why. It should just be their decision. and. Um, you know, loving your neighbors, not just loving those that, that agree with you or look like you or uh, move in the same way that you do. It's, it's uh, uh, you know, loving those who don't. Gosh, isn't that refreshing? Not only the information of what he's saying, that he had COVID, he talks about natural immunity, talks about the fact that just because you haven't been vaccinated doesn't mean you automatically have COVID, um, all of that stuff, but just the tenor and tone with which he speaks, right? That is a good, decent man. We are so 
uh, bereft, we're so void at this point of good, decent people on television or in, in the thought leader space that when you hear someone, just a decent guy, this is an NBA player, we just checked his stats, he's averaged about 10 points a game, he's been in the league for a couple seasons. I actually never heard of him, I don't watch the NBA anymore as you know, because of the politics that they've injected into the league, so I don't even know who he was. Uh, but like, that's a good man. Like that's somebody I would like to have dinner with and chat with. Um, and he talks about mutual respect and everything else at the end. And it's like, which message? Is that not a message that we should be hearing more of, right? Which message are we always getting? You better do what we say, or you're evil, or you're racist, or you're an anti-vaxxer, or a conspiracy theory. Here is a decent man telling you the truth, telling you the absolute truth. Uh, we've got another video actually from another NBA player. This is Washington Wizards player, and I did know of him because he's been playing for a couple of years now, Bradley Beal. Every player, every person in this world is gonna make their own decision for themselves. Um, I would like an explanation to, you know, people with vaccines, why are they still getting COVID? If that's something that we are supposed to highly be protected from, like that's funny that, oh, it reduces your chances of going to the hospital. It doesn't eliminate anybody from getting COVID, right? So everybody, is everybody in here vaxxed? I would assume, right? So you all can still get COVID, right? We're less likely to die or go to the hospital. Okay, but you can still get COVID, right? So, and you can still pass it along with the vax, right? So, so I'm not asking, I'm just asking the question. Oh, sure. And so like having COVID back around the Olympics, like that basically just saying like, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but having it change your opinion one way or another, like that it kind of reemphasize that it means a vaccine. No, 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 that didn't, that wasn't the case. I mean, yeah, I had it, but that doesn't mean I can't get it again. You know, I mean, it's no different than somebody with a vaccine. Like I can, yes, I developed antibodies for it. So my chances will be less likely now as well. Right. But still a possibility i may get it just like there are players and coaches and staff who are vax and missing camp right now because of it so bradley beal of the washington wizards who you saw right there is asking better questions than anyone in the press corps is asking of this administration even when he says the line there he goes i'm just asking a question didn't that feel kind of interesting to you? Because we're kind of being told at this point that we can't ask questions. We better just obey. But his questions are completely valid, much like his commentary is completely valid. In America, I think, and for a limited time remaining, we're still allowed to ask questions. You're still allowed to question authority. You're still allowed to push back. You're still allowed to say, I am an autonomous individual and I can make decisions for myself. I wonder, uh, how much longer these two guys will be in the NBA because the NBA is not too kind to people who push back, right? The NBA has made it very clear that they are a political organization backing Black Lives Matter, that you're not allowed to talk anti-China. And I wonder if it's gonna be a little harder for those guys to get contracts right now, which is why so many people are silent. Uh, we did get a, a little more info on the vaccinated percentages of uh, professional athletes, so I said before, the NFL, 93% vaccinated. NBA, it appears 90% vaccinated. But also keep this in mind, not only are these guys at the, the height of physical fitness 
and all of that, and eat right, and all of the things that you're supposed to do that we don't talk about anymore, right? We don't talk about diet, we don't talk about exercise, we just tell you to stay home and order in Chinese food, all of that. Not only is that all true, but the absolute farce that sports has become, where coaches wear masks when they're on the sideline, and guess what happens? Then they call a timeout and everyone huddles around and the coach is screaming with the mask, so he always takes the mask down. We've all seen these videos. Or players, they play in the game, they're sweating on each other, spitting on each other, bleeding on each other, hacking each other, scratching each other, and everything else. That's fine on the court. Then they get on the bench and they put the mask on. It's all nonsensical theater. Might I recommend a movie? I don't know if any of you heard of this movie. Have you guys heard of this, Wizard of Oz? Did you guys hear, you've heard of this? It was, it's an old one. Uh, there was a movie once called Wizard of Oz, and I don't wanna blow the whole thing for you, but at the end of the movie, they pull the curtain back, and the Oz guy, the scary, all-powerful Oz guy, he's just this old, failed wizard scientist something, okay? Did I give away too much? There's also there's also some midgets in it, there's a yellow brick road, the whole, oh wait, can't say midgets, little midgets, little people, small dwarfs, what are they? Uh, the, the munchkins, the munchkins, yeah. So they're in it too, you should see it. Also you should Google actually, as long as we're doing this, you should Google, I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, I think I saw this on TMZ years ago, the, the munchkins, when they were filming Wizard of Oz, um, were actually having orgies at the hotel. There were munchkin orgies at the hotel. I can't say orgies. Oh, we just got demonetized. I probably just blew up. <laughs> well, that's it, guys. We're done. Anyway, that's a sidebar. The point is, I like these two guys. I hope they continue to play, and we should be allowed to ask questions. And I pretty much, I'm sure the viewership just dropped because now I've got all of you Googling munchkin orgy, which don't do that. Just don't do that. Okay, let's talk about... <laughs> Just there. Reset, Dave, here we go. Uh, let's talk about what's going on in New York because as you guys know, I was off the grid for August and during August, um, Andrew Cuomo, the governor of New York, had to step down because of all the endless sex scandals that he was involved in and when Adam Carolla brought me back on the grid on September 1st, I was actually shocked when he told me because I really had felt that sort of months had gone by and it seemed like he really was gonna skate free on any of this stuff. As you guys know, my feeling on accusations, of course, are just that they are accusations, and unless there is proof, then just because someone says something about you doesn't mean it's true, and we live in this endless cancel culture thing, which it's very dangerous that we're all getting destroyed by accusations. In any event, Andrew Cuomo stepped down, and before we show any of the video of the new New York governor, Kathy Hochul, and this woman is completely psychotic, I wanna show you what I said on September 1st. I had never heard of this woman before, uh, but this is when Adam Carolla told me that Andrew Cuomo had stepped down. With, with Lieutenant Governor of right. New York is, but I'm gonna guess it's probably somebody worse. I assume <laughs> is it someone just like further left than yeah. All right, so my guess on September 1st, without even knowing who she was, is that she probably was someone worse and probably someone further left. Now, I think I've been proven right. We've got a couple videos of Governor Kathy Hochul, who keep in mind, nobody voted for. Uh, she's firing hospital staff in New York and replacing them with National Guard if they are unvaccinated. So we went quite literally from two weeks to flatten the curve to a year and a half later firing nurses in the name of health. Take a look. And we'll be nation leading with our 
mandate, which strikes at midnight tonight when everyone is expected in a hospital in the state of New York or a health care facility to have been vaccinated, I will be signing an executive order to give me the emergency powers necessary to address the shortages where they occur. That's going to allow me to deploy the National Guard who are medically trained, deploy people uh, who've been retired, who may have had a license lapse, bring in people from elsewhere. That is not my first position, though, my friends. My, my, my desire is to have the people who've been out there continue to work in their jobs, work in them safely, and to all the other health care workers who are vaccinated, they also deserve to know that the people they're working with will not get them. Okay, so just to be very clear about this, these are trained medical professionals, doctors, nurses, other people who work in the hospital, who've decided to make some decision for themselves, right? They all made a decision using whatever faculties they have to figure out what's best for them and their families. These people, I think we've been told they are heroes and they've worked very hard and they put their lives on the line and everything else. This crazy woman, this authoritarian lunatic, basically just fired all these people at the stroke of midnight. Again, nobody voted for this woman, and I wish I wasn't correct on September 1st about her being worse than Cuomo, but obviously I was correct. Um, but if you think that's not bad enough, that she's saying to these people, and I just, wait, even putting that aside, putting all of that aside, if we're to believe hospitals are crumbling and there's dead people everywhere, and I know we don't see any videos of this, right? We don't see overloaded morgues. We don't see any hospitals falling anywhere. No village in Kenya has collapsed. We don't see any of it, but they keep telling us it's happening. But if any of that was true, wouldn't you be saying, you know what, we've gotta keep the nurses no matter what. Do, do they have any evidence, please? I'm a guy of science. Can somebody point me to any evidence of a doctor or a nurse transmitting COVID at a hospital to an otherwise healthy person? Can anyone show me that? I'm guessing that you can't. But if you don't think this woman is completely insane, uh, now she's also telling us that the vaccine is from God. I've prayed a lot to God during this time. And you know what? God did answer our prayers. He made the smartest men and women, the scientists, the doctors, the researchers, he made them come up with a vaccine. That is from God to us. And we must say, thank you, God. Thank you. And I wear my vaccinated necklace all the time to say, I'm vaccinated. All of you. Yes, I know you're vaccinated. You're the smart ones. But you know there's people out there who aren't listening to God and what God wants. You know this. You know who they are. I need you to be my apostles. I need you to go out and talk about it and say, we owe this to each other. We love each other. Jesus taught us to love one another. And how do you show that love but to care about each other enough to say, please get vaccinated because I love you. I want you to live. I want our kids to be safe when they're in schools. I want you to be safe when you go to a doctor's office or to a hospital and are treated by somebody. You don't want to get the virus from them. You're already sick or you wouldn't be there. We have to solve this, my friends. I need every one of you. I need you to let them know that this is how we can get, fight, fight this pandemic, come back to normal, and then start talking about the real issues that we have to. Fighting systemic racial injustice, which exists today, and if there's a denier, I will take you on any date because I've seen it, I know it. You know, when I was home in New York last week, I uh, was chatting with my mom and she watches the show every day. She enjoys the, uh, the Rubin Report program that we do here. But she said to me, you know, uh, David, she calls me David. She said, David, you know, you could occasionally watch the language. Uh, you, know, you know, you drop the F word every now and again. You could watch a language with uh, 
you know, sometimes on the show. Mom, if you're watching right now, I need you to pause this uh, or mute it for just a second. You got it, Mom? That woman, Kathy Hochul, the governor of New York, is a authoritarian, psychotic bitch. There's no other way to put it. Like, I don't know how you can say anything. How dare she, the way she's twisting God and religion to, for her own political motives. It's actually disgusting. And if you don't think it's disgusting, here's a little more from Kathy Hochul. Uh, my default position is to ask people Please do this. This is why it's been proven to be safe. The vaccine's been out there a long time now. There are not legitimate religious exemptions because the leaders of all the organized religions have said there's no legitimate reason and we're going to win that in court in a matter of days. And so this is so unnecessary. And I just want to appeal to the individuals to know that, you know, your coworkers want you to do this. Don't make the burden heavier on them as well. Guys, your coworkers want you to do it. Someone else wants you to do something. So if you want to be a good person, you better do it. And they're going to beat the religious institutions in court. I mean, th there's an assault on religion, too, which is a whole other topic. Although I guess it's not that whole other because it's happening right now in front of our faces. This is not a good woman. You know, I, I want to loosely quote something that Dennis Prager has been saying probably for about 20, 30 years. You know, he often says that the right thinks that the left is wrong and the left thinks that the right is evil. And I really think we're getting into a place where I can only say that these people are evil at this point. If you lie about absolutely everything, if you lie about vaccines, if you lie about math, if you lie about systemic racism and the founding of this country, if you lie about everything, and that is what these people do. They don't lie about some stuff, they lie about everything. And if you lie about everything, I'm pretty sure that comes remotely close to the definition of evil. So I don't like looking at my political opponents, my ideological opponents, and thinking that they're evil, but someone like her is evil at this point. I, I don't know how else you can, you can deduce it. And, and it's also reminding me of, of an idea that I've been wanting to put out there lately, which is, you know, we often talk about, okay, there's conservatives and there's liberals and there's right and there's left and all of those things. But really what I'm starting to come around to is there's two types of people in the world, right? Another version of this would be that, you know, it's, it's really authoritarians versus libertarians, you know, people that want to control people and people that just want to be free. But another way you could look at this, I think, and we're really seeing it burst forth in everything right now, is that there's two types of people. There's a type of person, I would include myself in this, and I think you guys in this, that wants to understand the world. Like the world exists as it is, and we want to understand it and then manage our lives in it the best that we can. And then there's another type of person who wants to control the world. They want to manage the world. They want to make the world and reality bend to their view. That's what we're fighting right now. I don't want to make the world bend to my view, but I want to be able to live in it in a functional way that's congruent with my beliefs, right? These people want to control the world. And that also, and this is what Jordan Peterson has talked about for a long time, that also is connected to something having to do with belief. Humans need to believe it in something. And once you remove belief, all you end up with is this secular nonsense where she's talking, she was excited when she said it, that she's going to court to stop the religious exemptions. Because she's just chosen to believe in pure, rampant secularism and science, even though if you asked that lunatic if there's a biological difference between men and women, she would say no. So it's like, man, we got work to 
do. And I guess, you know what, why not throw to it again? I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. I'm a, I'm a wise man. I knew it was coming. With, with Lieutenant Governor of right. New York is, but I'm gonna guess it's probably somebody worse. I assume <laughs> is it someone just like further left than yeah. I All right, guys, we got one more story for you today. Uh, racism. It's everywhere. Racists are everywhere. They're coming for you. You thought we conquered racism. Well, it's back, baby, and now it's cool. Uh, Western Washington University, this is from Fox News, uh, they've designated the fourth floor of Alma, Alma Clark Glass Hall as housing reserved for its Black Affinity Housing Program, becoming the latest school to adopt such a program. The university hosted a webinar in April on the subject saying the segregated living space gives the students to the opportunity to live in a shared space with others who have a shared identity, specifically a marginalized identity. The controversial program segregating student housing based on race has been adopted at some other colleges, including the University of Colorado at Boulder, Stanford University, and Cornell University. So I don't think we have to belabor the point here. Uh, the people who purport to be the anti-racists, the people who are for diversity and inclusion are actually for discrimination and exclusion. The idea that we would send young people, our future leaders, to colleges where they should segregate themselves, where they should do the reverse of what the civil rights movement was all about, that they should only be around black people if they're black, thus only allowing white people to be around white people, right? If you keep telling all the black kids, hey, you got your own thing over there, well, then you're gonna suddenly have a white dorm. Do we want a white dorm? Wouldn't that be racist? And by the way, if you just play all this stuff out, if you just play this out over 10, 20 years, and we keep having diversity and inclusion programs, and it keeps getting easier to hire people, or you have to hire people because they're gay, or black, or have a limp, or whatever it might be, do you think at some point, then the average, just decent kid who happens to be, say, a straight, white Christian male, do you think that then would start counting as discrimination against him and then should he start getting benefits? Do you see why this would take us on the road to hell? But this is what these people have wrought. It's really quite insane and I hope that most of you, if you're watching this and you're in college, you would not partake in such a program. But I think the bigger issue is that once again, what are the answers? Like, what's the answer? Can, if we just talk about this, okay, so now you're watching this and you're going, boy, that's, that's pretty racist and that's pretty stupid and all that stuff and I won't send my kids there. But that's kind of not enough and it's not enough for me to just talk about it. What would be enough is that we must be building new things. Let's be building new education systems. Let's let Cornell be racist. Let's let Stanford be racist. We can't stop them. They want the institutions, they got the institutions. They, they got basically all of them. So let them have them. Build, continue to build all your crappy things. Continue to bring in students, not based on skill, but on these immutable characteristics, which will ultimately destroy the academic level of your system, of your school. And then the rest of us will hopefully build new businesses and new schools and new technology companies and all of that stuff. I know, I know, I know. This is white supremacist stuff. You know, I'm, I'm saying that white people and black people and gay people and straight people, Asian people, Jew and Gentile should all be in the same dorm together. You know, 
thus white supremacy. Uh, guys, in closing, uh, part one of my interview with Jack Posobiec is up right now. He's got a new children's book out. This guy is a uh, Chinese, he's a China analyst, uh, really interesting guy. He runs human events and he's working with Turning Point right now. It's a really, really interesting interview. Part one is up right now. Uh, and uh, we are now doing live chat through all of our live streams. So right now in the Locals community, rubenreport.locals.com, people are chatting. People are chatting with each other, talking about what I'm saying. If you'd like to join us, uh, it's rubenreport.locals.com. All right, busy day for me. I think I'm on, am I on Fox later today? We got a Fox thing? What am I doing later today? Spicer. I'm on Sean Spicer over on Newsmax. I think that's around three o'clock my time. I think the Fox thing maybe got moved to tomorrow. Uh, all right, have a great day, everybody. And uh, remember, no matter what they tell you, Two plus two equals four, and 3.5 trillion doesn't equal zero. Goodbye. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Be sure to subscribe and rate this podcast. And don't forget, you can watch my direct messages live on Blaze TV and YouTube every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. And of course, if you want to connect with me personally and get early access to my sit-down interviews, join rubenreport.locals.com.